Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Right now, the Vegas Golden Knights vanquish the Montreal Canadiens. They thrashed them. How about that? Carey Price went into God mode again, but it wasn't enough. They're not good enough. I'm sorry. They're playing the number one team in the National Hockey League. That's the Vegas Golden Knights. Montreal's what, 16th? There is room on the Vegas Golden Knights train, and we're not taking you to the train station. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, It is. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Brand new week uh, coming down. RP here, Moose Dupont over there. It always happens, of course. 60 (laughs) seconds to showtime in my... Here's a rural... Here's a Sasky term for you. My headphones calve. Does everybody know what that means? Yes. (laughs) So I'm rooting through my bag, and I found another one, but it's... Now my headphones in my other ear, and I'm, I'm just off. That would throw a guy off. Yeah, from what it normally is. Yeah. So, <clears throat> how do you like it so far? And it sounds a little different, too. Okay. But welcome to Monday, Moose. Yeah. And Canadian sports fans around the world and all of you in Canada, welcome to uh, your favorite sports program, Canada's daytime sports talk show coming to you from the bunker here in Western Canada. It's been a <clears throat> fantastic weekend. Uh, we'll get into that in a moment. It, we're opening it up with a big show. Greg Zahn joining us, 16-year major leaguer. Uh, World Series champion, going to talk a little Blue Jays with Zani. And our NHL insider going to join us from Lethbridge, Alberta, Rich Sutters, as we dig into the sports. Do you want to get into the uh, Great Western Summer photo album right now, or do you want to wait? No, that's a good idea. I think now would be a good time to sort of just talk about the weekend. This is a brand new feature with one of our first and biggest partners, Great Western Brewing. Uh, Every week, we're going to do our week, or every Monday, we're going to talk about our photo album from the weekend. It's just coming up here on my screen. What are we supposed to say about Great Western? Here it is. Well, this was from Glenn Harmer Sask the other night. Look at that rainbow. It was massive. I took that photo. That's great. It's on my Instagram and Twitter. Uh, You can roll, Clark. The RP Show Summer Photo Album presented by Golden uh, Great Western Brewing Company. Share with us how you're enjoying this summer and get a chance to be featured on the RP Show by using the hashtag RP Show or GW Beer Summer. Slow them down. Slow them down. Uh, that was at my brother. Yeah, that was at Glen Harbor. How beautiful is that view? Oh. That is, that's something to wake up to every day, right? Big time. And then there was yesterday, Father's Day. You see me in the middle. I got the front row seats. My Uncle Gary to my left. My brother Reed to my right. My brother Lee behind me. That's my niece's boyfriend's top of his head. Tate there at the bottom. of the- We're watching the Knights and the uh, Habs last night. And we're getting roundly abused for watching an iPad in my brother's indoor <laughs> riding arena. Worked for us. That is typical Saskatchewan, like, grad party, right? Oh, yeah. Every family does their own thing. Exactly. You so, get inside the barn. That's and good. it turned out fine. Now, we have more photos, correct? Oh, yeah. Uh, let's keep moving. Now, you take over, sir. No, that's uh, my brother and my dad. So, uh, 
of course, Father's Day, so we put the brisket on, and they all got great Western beer for uh, for Father's if Day. If I had guns like your dad, I would never wear a jacket. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I would walk around in a muscle shirt, pulling wrenches for 50 years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the arms are good. So they got beer. We, we put the brisket on, and then uh, I think Clark got this photo by the fire. So this is all this weekend. That's Clark's? I think okay, so, Okay, and yeah. we got one more here, I think. Uh, and, yeah, Jorgen Hughes of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders enjoying the beer dropped off at his place with uh, my ugly mug on it, courtesy uh, our good friend Brett Boyko. So that was that's a pretty good summer. That's great. And I guess, are we officially in summer yet? We are now officially in summer as of, what, t- Today or yesterday, whatever mm-hmm. the 21st is yeah. today. So anyways, we're today. ready to roll with the Quick 6 Show topics. And thanks for that. Thanks for Great Western Brewing Company for uh, putting up the photo album. We'll be doing it every Monday. Quick 6, please. Did you hit it, Jordan? <laughs> well, where do we start? Vegas Golden Knights beating Montreal 2-1 yesterday in overtime. And uh, the series is now tied 2-2. I'm <laughs> clearly feeling a lot better. I was dreading going on the air today if they had been down 3-1. Because I was literally going to say, I don't want to talk about it. How you discussed the Leafs losing out to Montreal, I don't know. Kudos to you, because I couldn't have talked about it if the Knights were down in this series. Oh, it's tough, yeah. But thankfully, they're not. And <laughs> yeah. we, we got ourselves a series back, and, you know, it's amazing uh, the way they were able to come back. But that's hockey. I mean, Montreal, we've said this all along. They only need a goal or two, and they're going to win games because Carey Price is so good. They're really good defensively as a group. And they sit back, sit back, play this great defense, and then they capitalize on their chances. Paul Byron goes upstairs. You know, Caulfield gets his chances. They take advantage, but that goal from McNabb, that's what you need. Some kind of garbage goal that beats Carey Price and kind of gets your mind right, and they were able to win it early. Davidson, Saskatchewan's Braden McNabb. And uh, that was a big one to tie the game 1-1. So the series is tied 2-2, but let's move on to point two, and that is officiating. Well, what about it? I I, I thought we decided last week that the refs have a tough job, and we're not talking. Very tough job. What's everybody so upset about? I don't understand. I know. And I still think it's important because we're we're all over on social media about, look, we got to call the rule book. You know, this is what you want. This is what you get when you manage the game. Well, I still believe it's important for the officials to manage the game, but for, was it Chris Lee calling the game? Yeah. Um, the game was managing him, unfortunately, it got away, and it was really tough to set a standard, right, and what's going to be called and what's not. You've got to set that standard pretty early on and, and stay with it, and it became really physical. The players weren't helping either, right? They weren't toning it down either. They were, you know, pushing that envelope as far as they could see what they could get away from too but it's become the focus of this series and that's the unfortunate part you know you still can't let it bother you you can't let you can't get angered about it because you will lose and that that there is never a point in which you can you know lose your cool about officiating and things like that that you can't control but i understand how frustrating it can be easy to say tougher to do extremely so i guess i could see why montreal fans were upset i I guess, but I, I just thought we spent a lot of time on this last week on the Islanders Tampa series. Yeah. And we came to the conclusion that the refs have a tough job. You don't actually believe that the NHL wants Vegas in the Stanley Cup final more than the Canadians, do you? Like, that's not a thing. I can't imagine. I can't imagine that they would, that that's the matchup that they no, would want. No, they wouldn't. By the way, a couple of things. There's another uh, thing that I should read. Great Western Lager is the new great-tasting beer to enjoy this summer. Locally made, get your Great Western Lager at a store near you. This was from Darren's brother, by the way. 
Look at this thing. Do you want to explain this, please? Better than I could. Yeah, he's a welder, but he's also he's super skilled, you know, in some of this fabrication work. He's the guy who made the DuPont Media brand. Yeah. And knows you're a fan of the Golden Knights and uh, with the laser cut out this. Uh, it's heavy, right? You can say, yes. you know, test how heavy it is. But he cut that out. He's like... Do you think uh, Rod would love this for his home or for the studio? Um, because we know he's a Golden Knights fan. So, Well, you know what? I think it would make a great Christmas ornament. However, <laughs> it's got to stay up for 365 days. So thank you, Brett DuPont, for this Ironworks Golden Knights uh, logo. Appreciate it. Uh, Kent Ridley watching in Nashville, Tennessee, says, Corey Perry's face should be a clear example of a game getting away from the refs. Hey, they missed it. Sometimes hey, they're not perfect. The refs have a tough job. Are we moving on? Yeah, let's move on. Sure. Point three, I don't understand this. And a lot happens from Friday to Monday that we don't, you know, over three days. Dominic Ducharme, the coach of Montreal, gets COVID. He's got to sit out for two weeks now. And then Kelly McCrimmon, the GM of the Golden Knights, has COVID. He's got to sit out for two weeks. Like, I don't understand what's going on. I thought we were moving ahead. These guys have the safest protocols, I think, of... Anywhere on the continent. Why are we not seeing Major League Baseball managers or anybody connected to MLB at all? They're just rolling. I know. 162 games. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. No COVID outbreaks. And the coach of one team, which incidentally, he's on the bench wearing a mask. He's the only guy. And he gets COVID. But nobody else does. I know. And then McCrimmon does. And I'm sorry, to Kelly's not in that booth alone. What the hell's going on? I know. And, well, it's no bubble anymore either, right? So where are they going where they're not wearing their masks? Or, you know, Vegas, as we've understood, is pretty wide open. The U.S. is pretty wide open for the most part. You know, not needing to wear a mask anymore. And, I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter if you're double vaccinated. You can still, I guess, get it and be a carrier of it. I'm not a health expert. So I think maybe that's what they're worried about more than anything. Not worried about Ducharme getting sick or McCrimmon getting sick because they've been vaccinated. They'll fight it. But them bringing it back in to the team and to and spreading it around. But it is weird. You thought we were done with this. I thought <laughs> we were done. I, I find it highly weird. Don't look at us for answers today, everybody, because we don't have any. This, uh, by the way, is the warm-up as we do to open every show brought to you by Ecall Electric. Your complete electrical distributor with locations in Regina, Estevan, Swift Current, Yorkton, and Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, E-Call Electric. Let's get to work, and we will right after coffee. Drew Koser's watching from the Off the Hosel podcast. He says, loved it. Prison rules. <laughs> Which announcer called it Hudson Bay rules? I think it was Gary Galley. That's amazing, yes. The rules are there are no rules. In Hudson Bay in the gas station, they sell hats that say Hudson Bay rules. But With a skull and crossbones on it, by the way. I bought one in Hudson Bay. I can see the press conference, right, Chris? Or uh, Corey Perry talking about the officiating. And Chris, but did you die? Yeah, but did you die? <laughs> mm, from Mike Horrigan in Toronto. Good afternoon from the 905 RP show and viewers. Fear the deer. Go Bucks. We got a lot of things to get to today. Oh, and I'm going to ram- ra- not ramble through, but uh, point four. John Rahm wins the U.S. Open. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes, can, can we say that he blew up? He yes. had first Canadian to share the lead going into Sunday since Mike Weir in 1999 of a major. I didn't watch any of it. You saw where I was on the farm. Yeah. 
So I didn't watch it. So did he blow up? Yeah, I woke up watching it, and then unfortunately, I watched a little bit of the end of the of it too as well. It wasn't a good day. I mean, he had played three really great days, and anybody would be nervous in that situation. Ton of great golfers have have haven't been able to get it done, you know, on Sunday. Really hard, but really proud of what he did to get to that point. And he was in the mix with some really big names and kind of held it together for nine holes before it, it went away. But John Rahm, I mean, great story. One day, yeah, he's being pulled off the course with a big lead for COVID, and now. Here he is winning the major. From the viewers, uh, Jason Wall watching on Facebook says, Hello from Winnipeg Beach. Hello, Jason Wall. He's a big-time Bomber fan. Interestingly enough, we don't have any CFL topics in our Quick 6 show topics. I, I hope that changes, but there's a lot of other stuff going on. Toski Wangus is watching on YouTube. He says, Hey, Rod, do the Islanders have a chance against the Lightning, and do you think they can beat Vegas or the Habs for the Cup? Whoa there, Cowboy. It's 2-2. Game fives tonight in Tampa. Of course they get a chance. I've picked them to win the series. Probably in seven. But let's not talk about the Stanley Cup where the Vegas Golden Knights will be waiting for them, okay? It's one game at a time. Do the Islanders have a chance? It's a best of three. And they got a great chance. Well, biggest difference. I mean, you look at how good Barry Trotz is, right? And how he just knows what strings to pull and when. And analytics can't tell you when to pull some of these strings, even if they can be a great tool. But him calling that timeout when, when they, they let two goals in, what, in the first half of that period, they let in two goals, it's 3-2. He calls that timeout. The game completely changed. The Islanders started playing a lot better. And, yes, they needed Ryan Pollock to make that incredible save at the end, which was outstanding. But Barry Trotz calling that timeout changed the entire game. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says the NBA Final Four, Milwaukee Bucks, Atlanta Hawks, L.A. Clippers, Phoenix Suns. What do you say? That isn't the NBA I know. That's the thing. That's not even retro. This has never happened. These teams have been garbage forever. I see the Suns GM got GM of the year in the NBA, which is great. I mean, I, it's going to be a fun Final Four. But a little heat on Steve Nash now. Mm-hmm for not getting that super team to the NBA Finals. But hang on, speaking of Steve Nash, but point five, the Blue Jays won the series in Baltimore. It's their first series win since, I think, June 7th. And I'm getting chastised a little bit on Twitter from guys that are saying, oh, it's okay, Rod, they're just young. Oh, okay, they're going to make mistakes. I, that's why it's great to have Zani in because he's connected. He'll be joining us right after the break. But it's like, how patient can you be with these young Toronto Blue Jays because, they again, they won the series against Baltimore, but it's the only team worse than the Blue Jays record-wise in the division. There's not a whole lot to celebrate there, but they're still exciting. Vladdy's still going to have the most votes for the All-Star game, and they're going to be good. Can we not allow them a little bit of leniency here? Charlie Montoyo does not seem to be that concerned. I don't think anything concerns Charlie Montoyo from what I can see. No, that guy could be in a bomb scare yeah. and he'd still be, you know, finishing up He's his He's the task. kind of guy you want. He's the kind of guy you want, yeah. for sure. And, and you know what? To the media and to us watching, it might seem like he's oblivious to the problems that are going on because he comes out, he's like, everything's good. We're really happy. We're really proud of our guys. We're really working hard. It's like, do you not see what's going on right in front of your face? Well, of course he does. And that goes a long way in the clubhouse. And then you see Mark Shapiro, you know, I think it was over the weekend saying that they're really working on arms. So. Well, I would hope, but we got to, we got to speed it up here. Hey, it's a on YouTube. I'll answer one of your questions, but that's all it's, 
It's not just you and me. I answered your question about the Islanders, but I'm not getting into the Giants and Daniel Jones now. Um, and it, sorry, we got to speed up because point six. Where's my bell? Breaking news this morning from the National Lacrosse League. I think they let it slip a couple weeks ago that Las Vegas was getting the 15th NLL franchise. They had to have let that slip because today was the major announcement from the National Lacrosse League, and I'm not sure I can call it up in time before we break, but that 15th franchise going into the National Lacrosse League in Sin City, here it is. The NLL today announced the city of Las Vegas has been awarded an expansion franchise to become the NLL's 15th team. The new franchise will be co-owned by Wayne Gretzky, Dustin Johnson, Steve Nash, and Joe Tsai. Mark Fine has been named the Las Vegas team CEO. The team will play at MGM Resorts International's Michelob Ultra Arena, located inside the Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino, beginning in the 2022-23 season. You just love the sound that? of that, don't you? When you How say about that? that? The Mandalay Bay. I just hear Bruce Buffer, right? Of course. The Mandalay Bay oh. Casort. Casort. <laughs> Resort and Casino. He doesn't screw that up, but that's why he's Bruce Buffer. Mandalay. Or Michael Buffer. So, uh, yeah, Wayner, DJ, Steve Nash, all into the lacrosse game. Don't take your eye off the ball because the NLL's got it going on. So those, we'll talk about that later because we're up for a, for a break here. Uh, the rock star of the day, by the way, on Friday was Michael Pinball Clemens. Rock star of the day. He won it by acclamation. So we'll be sending him a hat and a T-shirt or wait until September 27th or September 17th when the Argos come through here to take on the Riders. We'll be back with Greg Zahn after this. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network across all 10 provinces in 31 states, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds, full service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Monday coming down. Good afternoon to those of you in the East. Good morning to the rest of you like us out here in the West. I want to tell you the Prairie Mobile text line is open 306-840-8777. You can hit us right here. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS Tel Mobility dealer. I'm hoping to hear from more than just upset Montreal fans regarding the uh, officiating in this series against my Vegas Golden Knights because I thought we realized that it's that referees have a tough job. What's, with all, what's all the complaining about? It's time to talk baseball. Can we get Greg Zahn on my screen? 16-year major leaguer, World Series champion, joins us from Cleveland. How are you doing, Zani? I'm doing well. Good to talk to you again, bud. It's always nice to see you, my friend. Hey, what takes you to, to Cleveland, the mistake by the lake? Oh, you know, I'm, I'm moving here in August. Uh, took a couple of jobs. Uh, some real dear friends of mine were kind of needing some help with their respective businesses and uh so I've just been down here. Uh, I sell infectious disease testing now and, as one of my jobs. And then the, the other one is um, I'm going to be a, a, a money manager. So I've passed my insurance exam, and uh, now I'm studying for the securities part of it uh, and uh, enjoying it. it. Cleveland's actually it's been a lovely, lovely town. I've been back and forth between here and 
in Toronto the last couple of months, you know, working, servicing accounts. But uh, yeah, loving it. It's a, you know, I have a, a nice network of friends down here and, and uh, making new friends and, and, and trying to trying to move on to the next next phase of my life. Well, good for you. Uh, well, obviously, I I know you're one of those guys. You're going to be a success no matter what you do. You're just one of those guys. You saw me talking about okay. earlier the Blue Jays. Are you seeing the pe- how much people are losing their minds of late? You've seen the slide that they've been on. I've been preaching patience. Where are you on this young team? Well, to me, you're going to have these ups and downs, you know, these these really, really inconsistent swings. Uh, to me, I, my, my big thing is that they're just not focused on fundamental play. You know, Vladdy, he's killing the ball, which I'm really, really thrilled to see. Finally, all that pressure that the kid had on him coming up and, and a lot of it just over the top. But to see him swing the bat the way he's, he's been swinging the bat is great. Uh, you know, I, I love Bo Bichette. I'm a huge fan. But they, they just the way they lose ball games with their inconsistency, whether it be defense, base running, or you know just an inability to throw the ball over the plate. These are the fundamental things that have to be a focus uh, in the organization they ha- from top to bottom. And you know, you guys were talking about how how calm uh, Charlie is. Obviously, you know that's his style. It would not be my style, I can tell you that, because you know I, I understand that that kids are going to make mistakes, but when they make the same mistakes over and over and over again, and there's just such a lack of fundamental play, that would drive me absolutely bonkers as a manager. Um, I think there's a little too much complacency. I think that there's a little too much, oh, we'll get them tomorrow kind of an attitude. Uh, you know, no. If you're if you're getting consistently beat by better teams and more talented players, you can understand that. But when you're beating yourself and you're beating yourself in situations where it just takes some fundamental baseball being played, um, you know that that's unacceptable at the big league level, in my opinion. Uh, these are these are lessons that these kids should have learned uh, in the minors. Um, and you know, you, you can accept getting beat by better teams and players, but when you beat yourself, that, that's just, that can't happen every night, the way, the way you're seeing the Blue Jays lose ballgames. What are you thinking about George Springer, by the way? Because it seems like every game, the announcers are saying, he's close, he's close, he's close. You give a guy $150 million, like, what the heck, man? And how much of a difference do you think he'll make when he does show up, if, if he shows up? Well, yeah, he's a, he's a serious, serious presence on both sides of the ball. Uh, no doubt about it. Um, but, you know, a lot of guys, you know, when they get paid, they get complacent. There's really no sense of urgency to get back on the field. Um, it's sad. You see it happen quite a bit. They're like, oh, you know, I got all this money. I need to get myself right. You know, there's just no sense of urgency whatsoever uh, to get back out on the field. And obviously you don't want him to, to come back too soon and, and, and miss all of his, you know, time. But, Dang, man! You, you know, at least at least kind of give us an inclination that you're you care about being out there. The organization is is worried about him being on on the field. One hundred fifty million is one hundred fifty million. You know, he should be out there. He's got to get you got to get himself ready to play. Good. So you're with me on that. So so here's one. Oh, yeah. Major League Baseball begins its crackdown against pitchers using sticky substances today. So it's. It's 10 games. 
if you're caught using sticky tack or whatever. So what do you think about this? What do you think about this? Uh, I think it's ridiculous. Um, a, I've never cared one iota um, about a pitcher using something to give himself a better grip because it's just straight up hypocrisy. You look at the rule book and it says no foreign substances, yet they provide a rosin bag. I don't know if you've ever put rosin on your hands, but if you if you mix it with uh, sunscreen and and what are they going to tell pitchers that they can't wear sunscreen in the summertime? A little sweat, some sunscreen, and some rosin, and you're talking about super glue. So how hip- hypocritical is it for them to say, "Oh, we're going to suspend you for ten games when you're providing sticky substance already"? Um, and then on top of that, I, these kids throw ninety-five to hundred miles an hour. I don't give a flying hoot whether or not they, they're using a little something to give them a better grip on these balls that they're that they're rolling out there. I had a dozen baseballs from when I played that were in my closet when I was uh, packing up my house in Oakville, and I and I, I I compared the ball to the one they're using now. The balls are slick; they are hard. The seams are lower. Um, of course, they need something to give them a little little bit of help with some with some grip. The balls are ridiculous. That when they said that they uh, that they that they kind of you know unwound them a little bit to, to make them more legit, I call malarkey on that too. They're still hard as a rock. They're 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 hard to get a hold of. You got guys like Jose Altuve still hitting three hundred seventy foot opposite field home runs. You tell me the balls aren't juiced. I don't blame these pitchers for being upset. You know what? And if I'm a hitter, I don't want ninety five off my neck. I'd rather you get a little bit better grip keep that ball down, you know, over the plate, I'll take my chances with that versus, you know, having to wear 95 in the head. So explain to a hockey football guy like me, what was the impetus to do this? Cause I'm seeing all these no hitters this year. So I'm thinking they're saying the, the pitching's too good. We got to do something here. Is that where this has come from after all these years that you're not going to get a 10 game suspension if you're caught using something? Oh, it's just—it's just society. It's what we're—they—everybody wants to throw everybody under the bus. Right. They've known this has been going on for forever. So you know, you have the cheating scandal, the the sign stealing or whatever with the Astros. I never cared about that either. You get better signs, be a big leaguer. Um, <laughs> you know, the the yeah, they've known about this forever. These guys have been doing it. They were doing it when I was playing. They were—they've been doing it. Uh, it's just part of it, you know. Got, we had pitchers that used to hide pine tar rags in their in their pitching jackets, and I didn't care. Um, heck, I helped I helped scuff balls for some of my guys just to just to help them get gain an edge, you know. And, and, and now it's like, oh, we got to make sure the you know the game's all cleaned up and fair. There ain't nothing fair about it. There's no such thing as a level playing field in major leagues. You're either bigger, faster, stronger, throw harder. You can spin it better. Uh, to me, it's about safety. And they are going to they're going to create a very unsafe situation. If they don't change the balls back to where they used to be 10, 15 years ago, there's going to be some guys with some, some nasty head injuries. And you'd be honest about the no-hitters. All these no-hitters in the game are a byproduct of the fact that nobody cares about swinging and missing. You know, you have, you have very few outcomes in the game of baseball because there's no onus placed on two-strike hitting. Don't worry about it. Don't cut your swing down. Just try to go deep. It's home run derby. That's why you see all these no-nos in a short amount of time because the players aren't worried about breaking it up. They don't care. They're not even worried about putting the ball in play with two strikes, which is embarrassing. That's why that's why people are sitting in the stands absolutely bored out of their minds. I, I went to a ball game in Cleveland the other day. I went to watch 
the Cleveland Indians play the Orioles. And that's the, one of the worst teams I've seen in 10 years. They, they kicked it around all over the place uh, in a game against Cleveland. And it's just an embarrassment. They don't put the ball in play. They can't catch a routine ground ball, throw it across the diamond. The game has degenerated into basically uh, a home run derby when you're a hitter. And how hard can you throw it if you're if you're a pitcher? That's all they care about. From a viewer, Jeff in Winnipeg says, Zani, how can we not be in awe of Shohei Otani, MVP-worthy candidate, hands down? Is it between Otani and uh, Vladdy, do you think, for MVP? As of right now, yeah. I mean, but you got to look at you got to look at uh, Otani, man. That guy, he's a, he plays he plays high level baseball on both sides of the ball. You know, Junior's a little bit of a one dimensional guy for me. He's a, he's a really a good hitter, and he's showing up this year. But as a defender, I mean, he's not on the field for me in the ninth inning if I got a one round lead. I'm pulling him out of the game. So I don't see how you, if Otani continues to do what he's doing. I don't see how you can put those guys in the same breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Both exciting. But you're going to take Otani. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. From, from well, Ryan in, in New York. Question for Greg. You just talked about bad fundamentals by the Jays. Do you think it's because of their age or is it because of the current era? The importance of fundamentals aren't taught. Yeah, I think you're right about that. The, the latter, right? It's, uh, it's they're just not, they're not teaching the fundamentals. They don't take enough time to really allow players to learn from their mistakes. They don't, they don't, I don't think there's a, a, enough quality instructors out there. I mean, you look at the guys that they're hiring in the minor leagues now, guys who never played professionally, some guy that has, you know, like some YouTube channel or whatever on how to hit or field ground balls or whatever. These are the guys that they're hiring to teach these guys how to play baseball. And, and honestly, with the fundamentals being kind of like a forgotten thing, um, you, you don't see people wor- worried about cutting down their swing and putting balls in play with two strikes. Uh, you, you don't see the unbelievably strong-armed outfielders anymore that can throw guys out trying to go first to third. These are just lost arts. It's how far can you hit it and how hard can you throw it. That's all they care about. It's all that's being taught. They talk about launch angle. They're talking about spin rates and all this kind of stuff. I don't care how far you can hit it. If you can't put it in, in play – and, and make fundamental contact on a regular basis, don't, I don't care how far you get it. And if you can't throw it where you want to, who cares how many times it spins between release and catch? I don't care. I just, I mean, even the catching is 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 absolutely atrocious. This one knee sweeping the sweeping the zone with the with the glove. You see games ending because the catchers are on their knees with a runner at third base and two outs, and they and they lay a ball and it goes to the backstop and the game ends like that. Without even trying to get, get get a chest on it, it's it's they're teaching the game all wrong. It's and it's it's honestly you can you, you hear the fans talk about it and how boring and ugly the game is. It's it's just it's not it's not the game I grew up with. I would I would love to say you know change is good, but the changes that they've made to the game in the last five years not good, and it's not an entertaining product. Ah, thought it was just hockey. <laughs> All right, Zani, I appreciate uh, the visit. Always good seeing your mug, my friend. Don't be a stranger, and uh, all the best to you, man. Enjoy the ball. Always here for you. In, in between cell and COVID tests, I'll always be here for you. You let me know. <laughs>
Awesome. Thank you, Zani. The great Greg Zahn checking in from Cleveland, Ohio. Again, 16-year major leaguer, Blue Jays alum, and World Series champion. We're going to take a timeout and uh, come back with a sports update. Moose will be back here. We'll start with the viewer takeover with all the things that uh, we want to discuss today. And, of course, the big one, we haven't got to the poll question yet. I'll discuss that when we come back because it's probably, well, you got it up on the screen, so let's. <laughs> Let's talk about it right now. Who should start in goal for Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, in Game 5? Marc-Andre Fleury or Robin Leonard? I'll give you my vote when we come back. It is a hotly debated question in NHL circles today. We're uh, cracking the lid on a brand new week. It's episode number 510 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook live and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back, everybody. What a day for my earphones to quit working. Brand new ones here today. I'm a little out of sorts. Uh, I'm going to get... Moose isn't here, but I'm going to get into viewer... There you go. Viewer takeover in a second. I can handle it. But a sports update. The Golden Knights are back on level terms in the Stanley Cup semifinal. Nick Waugh scored his fourth goal of the playoffs at 118 of overtime as Vegas defeated the Montreal Canadiens 2-1. Robin Leonard started in place of Marc-Andre Fleury and stopped 27 shots for Vegas. The best of seven third-round series tied 2-2. Game five going Tuesday. And again, that's the poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Who should the Golden Knights start in goal in game five? I'm voting for the flower. I think you got to go with the flower. And uh, watching Sports Center this morning, working out, Craig Button agreed. And he actually, but said it's like a, it's a no-brainer. You got to go with Mark Andre Fleury. Well, based on the results of this poll, 56% on Facebook, or is it 59% say Leonard? I don't think so, but I got room for the debate. I think on Twitter, it's like 56% saying flower. So you're seeing that this is a very difficult decision for Peter DeBoer and like a 50-50 call. Anyways, the Atlanta Hawks are headed to the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. They beat the top-seeded Philadelphia 76ers 103-96 in Game 7. Kevin Herter led the Hawks with 27 points, and Trey Young added 21. John Rahm became the first Spaniard to win the U.S. Open. The 26-year-old shot a 4-under-67 in the fourth round for the one-stroke victory. With the win, Rahm returned to number one in the world. Canadian Mackenzie Hughes led going into the final day, but a 77 saw the Dundas, Ontario, golfer finished tied for 15th. Reese McGuire had four hits in Toronto's 7-4 victory over Baltimore that lifted the Blue Jays back to the 500 mark. Bo Bichette drove in a pair of runs for the Jays, who are off today. New York closed out a 2-1 win over Oakland with a triple play. The Yankees have turned three of them so far this year. And, of course, you remember the one against Toronto last week. Albert Pujols hit a three-run homer, and the L.A. Dodgers won 9-8 over Arizona in Major League Baseball. The D-backs extended their losing streak to 17 games. 
But nobody cares because the Suns are going to the conference final there. Daz Cameron hit a two-run single in the 10th inning, and the Detroit Tigers avoided a four-game series sweep with a 5-3 victory over the L.A. Angels. Two-way star Shohei Otani hit his sixth homer in six games for L.A. He's now tied with Vladdy for the Major League lead with 23. This sports update for the Tap Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. I'm sorry that you're seeing me tugging and pulling at my earphone, but just this morning, after 509 shows, my normal headphones calved. So I got white ones here. I don't like wearing white ones. I had to switch it to my other ear, and it's driving me nuts, but I'll get used to it. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, well, it should be like, wah, wah, wah. You get used to something after 509 shows. That's 1,018 hours of having it in this ear. Anyways, there is news from the CFL today. Uh, Where is it? One of the viewers wrote in with it. Chad Jeter, defensive end of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, has retired to join the United States Air Force. And it's unbelievable. Adam Schultz writing in with that earlier. And Mandy in Edmonton, huge CFL fan, says, uh, she says, say what? What timing? It's, it was the weekend, right? So I was out of this bubble here, and I was out into another bubble, and that was a lot of phone calls, some coffee sessions, talking with CFL folks, and there's just so much going on that you just don't see. And it's the same with every league. It's not just the CFL. But did we not hear or see somebody a few weeks ago say you're going to see more and more retirements even now that training camps have been announced in the, in the season? And here's a great example with Chad Jeter. It's brutal. This guy's very vocal on uh, Twitter. Great player. Played at Gardner-Webb. But I guess you apply to get into the United States Air Force and they say, you're accepted, son. You go. You can't wait to finish your professional football career. So you can blame COVID. 16 months of this ending just another career, that of Chad Jeter. And did we hear any more, by the way, on Justin Medlock saying that he's not coming back to Winnipeg? That he's done? That's the latest as of late last week that Medlock's done. Like I, I said earlier, we, this is a rare day that we don't have the CFL at all in our quick six show topics. But what was there really to say? I mean, I... Chad Jeter would be one, but what's the story on Medlock? I didn't see a tweet or a news release coming from the Blue Bombers that said, Justin Medlock retires after Hall of Fame career or whatever. I mean, he did win a great cup. It might be a Hall of Fame career, but they're just... With training camps right around the corner and the season to kick off August 5th, isn't it just a little quiet, a little more quiet than you'd like to see? Or is it just me? And I'm not you know, kicking any uh, manure up here. I'm, I'm just legitimately saying this. It's pretty quiet. Jeff, the Stamps, Peters fan, says bad news for the Riders. Jeter was a rare, promising young player on that Rider defense. I see what you did there, Jeff. That's not a player that the Riders would want to lose. He's a very good football player. You're starting to see... The end of the Chris Jones era in terms of personnel. This is going to be a turnover. And Jeter was one of those guys. <laughs> Robert and Prince Albert. It sucks that he's retiring, but that just gives another player a chance to shine. Is that not just 
the the mindset of a fan, eh? Career ends. Oh, well. Sucks to be you. <laughs> COVID-19. Sucks to be you. Jordan Ewart on YouTube. It's quiet, Roddy. No cool CFL news. That's the thing. I don't even know what to say. It's quiet that training camps are like literally a couple weeks away. And there's not any real good news. Jason watching at Winnipeg Beach. Jason Wall says, Medlock contemplated retirement in 2017. Bombers convinced him to come back for two more years. He's got a young family. COVID happened and he's moved on. Thank you, Jason. Well, we should get Medlock on. Because what I under- Can we do that, Clark? From what I understand, he's just a super dude. He's really tight with Munzee. He's super tight with Munzee. Big time golfer. Let's get Medlock on. And thank God he came back. And played those two more years. He won a great cup. He got a ship. But it's, uh, you know, one CFL guy that I had coffee with this weekend. said <laughs> All the CFL's problems just got whoop, swept under the carpet. Because we're playing. Uh, so that's my take on that break. We'll come back with a full-on viewer takeover with uh, Moose when we come back. So get your questions ready. The Prairie Mobile text line is open. I should read one more here before we run from Ray in the Six. Kitchener area. Hi, Rod. Nice to see Zani again. He's old school, and I love listening to what he has to say. I wonder why he never got back into the game. He's into teaching and fundamentals. He would be a great asset to any MLB team. Listen, Ray, it's a great point. Zani, big shock that he and I clicked back in the day. We've remained close friends. But did you see what Charles Barkley said last week? When his contract's up with the NBA on TNT, he's done. He said, it's not fun anymore. A lot of our bosses are cowards. It's not fun for Zani anymore. For a guy like that. And thank God for this place and the people at Game Plus that allow me to be me. But Zani's like, "Ah, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And Charles Barkley said the same. We'll be right back with that viewer takeover. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. And that's your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. I never did uh, tweet the poll earlier. Or, sorry, tweet the uh, link to listen and watch. But you're here anyway, so you got the message. Moose is not. <laughs> That's it. A stuffed moose. Like, he's been on the phone all morning. He's doing business. We're in the business of doing business, and business is great. But I can't with these headphones. Here's the thing. I did a sports talk radio show before this for 10 years. And I used to be petrified, scared of going on alone. And I wouldn't. Doesn't bother me anymore. I don't know. You're still here. You didn't turn it off. So I'll handle this uh, myself to the top of the hour. Rich Sutter coming in an hour too. Darren Workman watching. He's in Salt Lake City. He says, uh, hey, Rod, caught your spot on the Mark cast on Friday. Enjoyed you sharing your takes 
We are anticipating a great CFL season. Your buddy Charleston better tear it up after his comments last week. Oh, yeah, Chuck, he got the whole CFL talking. He always does, Charleston Hughes. But I went on that XFL podcast. I think it dropped on Thursday. And I don't know why they keep coming back and asking, but I enjoy going on that show. And they watch this show all the time. We're going to get a CFL season. At least we're going to get a start to the CFL season. But it's perilously, it's just fraught with perils and pitfalls. Because look what's happened to the Montreal Canadiens with Dominic Ducharme. And now Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, Kelly McCrimmon. How are these COVID positive tests slipping through the cracks with the highly guarded nature of what the NHL is doing and all those major leagues and the CFL? It just seems like an outbreak waiting to happen. And the number I got, by the way, of CFL vaccinated players coming into the country is like like 30%. All of them, Canadians and Americans, 30%. We're going to bring in global players from all over the world. It just doesn't, it just seems very tenuous to me. Anyways, Jack watching in Alberta says, Rod, it's what the CFL doesn't do, marketing the product. Ah, they're back playing and I don't want to, uh, I want to be that guy. We'll just talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs, okay? That's, it's in my wheelhouse. My team's playing and the poll question today. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Sean McCormick watching in downtown Toronto. The top programming, Big Cheese, there at Game Plus says, we're still here with you, Rod. The more I think about it, I think Fleury will get the nod, but I don't think they can go wrong either way. See, here's Sean. He sees that I'm alone here, so he steps up. Gives me a topic. Where were you, Clark, on that one? It's very quiet back there. Sleeping, he says. I'm teasing you, Clark. Don't sound so mad. Who should the Golden Knights start in game five? So Sean says the flower. I say the flower. On Twitter, 54% of you saying the flower. Marc-Andre Fleury. But I'll tell you what. After Friday night in his gaff, I was going to bed. The Knights were up 2-1 with a minute to go. I had picked them to win 3-1. Carey Price was heading to the bench. I'm like, here comes the empty net goal. Bob's your uncle. I picked the score. We're going to be up in this series 2-1. And then I couldn't even look at Marc-Andre Fleury after that game. So I was okay with Leonard starting game four. But I think you got to go back with the flower. But it's like a 50-50 choice. And it'll be, I don't think they'll announce it until Tuesday. And probably the morning skate when you see Marc-Andre Fleury be first off the ice. But thank you, Sean, for that. I'm with you. I'm with you, Sean. Great minds think alike, as they say. Chris Bird in Toronto says, uh, hashtag Delta variant. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think that's why you don't hear a lot about the CFL right now. People are still very nervous. We will be uh, back with hour two. Maybe Moose will be here. Maybe you won't. I don't know. But you and I will. And Rich Sutter as well right after this break on Game Plus. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.